Well, hello, everyone. It's Cindy Novotny, and I'm back again for another unbelievable episode of My Secrets to Stamina. Any of you new listeners, we really welcome you. And to all of our followers, welcome back. So as many of you know, it's almost a year and a half that I've been talking on this platform about my secrets, living in a balance and loving it, and you know my secrets to stamina. I've had some amazing guests, and we'll continue to really bring you some interesting and fun people to, to learn from. I've recently received all kinds of feedback from people saying, wow, this is like incredible and I'm kind of a, you know, go get it kind of girl. So I'm glad people are loving it. In fact, I recently heard from one of my listeners that uh, her teenage son said, wow, mom, I mean, she's like so real. I mean, I thought that was kind of cool because, you know, everyone's got a dream. Everybody wants to do things differently. And that's what this podcast is all about. So let's do this. So... That teenager that said, wow, mom, is actually Damien Carnera. And he is a ninth grader. He's probably one of my youngest followers. And honestly, I couldn't be more excited. His mother, Janelle Canero, is a luxury travel advisor. And she works with Embark Beyond, which is also a client of ours. And that's how I got to know her. Every morning on her way to take Damien to school, they would listen to audiobooks and podcasts, which I think is, I mean, okay, all moms listening, this is what you should be doing with your kids instead of, you know, everybody like arguing and screaming in the car, right? So Damien has listened to several of my podcasts and he told his mom that I seemed like a genuinely real person, not the fake self-help, which I had to laugh at that. And do as I say, not as I do kind of person. In fact, he said that I sounded like a good person wanting to help others and always eager to listen and talk about different things. So clearly, Damien, I think it hit the nail on the head because I am as authentic as it gets. So with that, let's say hello to Damien. Welcome, Damien. Hello. How are you? I am doing very good. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Now, you know, Damien, you're in the ninth grade. But I understand you attend Arrowhead Early College High School, which is a school that's uh, prepping you for your bachelor's degree already. Uh, You already, I guess, know that you want to be a mechanical engineer. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. All right. So I think about all the teenagers I know, and I'm going to tell you, including all my own kids, my, my nephews, you're somebody that really has kind of their head on their shoulders and you know what you want, which I think is great. Uh, what made you decide you wanted to be a, a mechanical engineer? Well, my dad is a mechanic and every so often I would go out and I would help him with cars. And I just, I slowly got fascinated with cars and various vehicles and how they run. And I really wanted to know more about it. And I wanted to be included with making making them how they truly work. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of kids that help their dad work on a car and it's more like, oh, hand me that wrench and hand me that. So, you know, you, you've you taken it to a whole new level, clearly, which I applaud you for that. Um, I also understand you, you want to work like on airplanes and uh, possibly space shuttles. I guess you live about, what, 90 minutes away from the Virgin Galactic launch facility in New Mexico. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. That is right. That's got to be very cool. Have you seen any of them land or anything? Yes, I have here and there, mainly seeing them flying over my school. 
Oh, wow. I mean, that's, that's got to be incredible. So obviously I live on airplanes. Okay. Just, you know, and I, I want you to know at a, at a young age, not as young as you, of course, uh, I did take flying lessons for like two lessons. All right. And that did not work well for me because uh, clearly you've got to have a brain head on your shoulders. You know, I think I'm smart, but I can't multitask quite like that. And I kept looking out the window and, you know, my kind of teacher that was flying the only two times I did, I kept saying, you've got to look at the control panel city. This is not like you're on a tour. So I think it's great that, uh, you already know you want to fly and you're interested in planes. And I think that's incredible because it's not something that's that easy to do. Now, do you fly a lot? Have you been up in planes a lot? I I don't fly a lot, but I do I do occasionally fly. Yeah. And so you're going to get that pilot's license as well, I take it. Yes, I will in the near future try to get one. Yeah. No, I there's probably no trying in your vocabulary, Damien. I think you're a, I think you're a doer and I love that. I mean, there's a lot of adults listening to us right now that I want you to listen to this. This is this is what we we as people in business need to to learn from our youth. So when we have and I'm so encouraged by you, Damien, because we need a future of people like you that are going to help continue to uh, be leaders in our world. And, and you clearly are, are going to be that. So one thing your, your mom also told me is that you own a 3D printer and you're building everything from figurines to replacement parts for things around the house. Um, you know, I saw my very first 3D printer when I was working with a, an event company and they were printing, you know, like tables and, and putting all these things out to, to figure out how to set up a room. And I, I was kind of like blown away. Uh, so tell like, let, there's a lot of people that don't have any idea what a, what a 3D printer really does. So kind of go ahead and explain that to us. So a 3D printer is basically a printer that prints, that uses plastic and melt it and print an object in layers in order to actually make the object you're trying to achieve. So it that's why it can it lasts because it's not just paper. Yes. Yeah. So that's I bet you have a bunch of stuff around there that you're just like that's so cool. Like if I had one, I mean, if I I think to myself that would be like the neatest thing because you could make you know that would be the coolest gift to give anybody if you know what I mean, right? It's not like you went to the store and bought it. I love it. So let's let's move on now from the intellectual side, even though all of this is intellectual. But I hear you love the outdoors, which I do, too. I, uh, I have a farm in Iowa and I I also have a place up in northern Michigan. I love the outdoors. I love the woods. Uh, but I love the fact that you just completed your hunter safety course. Um, I think that gun safety is huge. And I just want to have you because I think people get very confused about the fact that, you know, guns are really, if you're educated and you get trained and you, you pass your safety course, they're, they're okay. So share with us a little bit about your thoughts on educating people on gun safety. Well, gun safety is a definitely a really big part in using guns. It definitely, it definitely helped me learn more about guns because gun safety is really really big if you don't know gun safety then a lot of things might happen handling a gun right right and and you hunt is that right i hunt this will be my first year going to hunt oh wow does your does your dad or any of your friends dads hunt 
Yes, they do. Oh, good. So see, that's so great. So you've taken your courses and then you go out and then you can enjoy that as a really, a really good sport. You know, I think that, that it's, it's something to, to be really looked at as, as a sport and something that can be very fun that you can do with your dad and go out there and, and have a good time. Now I, I shouldn't really be saying your mom doesn't hunt. I don't know. Maybe she does. I just, you know, that is, that's so funny that I just immediately went with the dad. Does your mom hunt? Yes, she does. See, okay, that's it. that's it. Uh, my daughter did too, uh, so I know it's not just a, it's not just a guy thing. So I love that. Um, I also know I'm a big reader and uh, a ferocious reader. Actually, I carry with me like right now. I've got two suitcases, and one has about four books in them. And I read. I do a combination because I'm one of these people that I'm always reading about business, uh, and then at the same time I'm reading like a fun novel. You know, so. I know you like to read. So tell me a little bit about, you know, and in the ninth grade. So anybody listening and wants to maybe buy books for their kids, what are some of your favorite books and things you like to read? Um, Well, my teacher is definitely not an ordinary English teacher because she would usually, instead of going off of books, the school goes off. She goes off books that the state bans banned books and she teaches us why these books are banned but she also teaches us how banning books is not the right way to go because banning books is those books are always the best books to read oh wow okay unbelievable so is there any book that's been your favorite so far i have to say there's one book called lord of the flies oh right yep absolutely and you love that Yes, I do. Yeah, but that book wasn't banned, was it? It wasn't, but it oh. recently has been. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know that. See, this, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. You know, we need to be able to listen and talk. You know, I think one of the things and I applaud your mom and dad, because I think the biggest problem today is that we don't, you know, you're, you're a kid, but you're a smart kid and you're an educated kid and you've got ideas and dreams. And, you know, instead of just like, go do your homework and then let's sit down and have dinner. And then, you know, you jump on, you know, just kind of online or working on, you know, games on, on your computer, you can sit, I'm sure with your parents and have like a really incredible conversation because I'm learning things from you right now that I, I don't even know. And, and I consider myself kind of worldly and know what's going on, but I'm telling you right now, I can learn from people that are, you know, 10 and I can learn from people that are 15 as well as 88. Right. And I love that you have those kind of, uh, kind of diverse interests. I mean, it's, it's really quite cool. Now, another thing I know you like to do, and this is right up my alley, is that uh, you have a four-wheeler, right? Yes, ma'am, I do. Yeah, I had, I did that too. So I rode, I had a motorcycle. I mean, I had a little, well, mine was a small little mini bike, we called it. And then when I was in high school, not that my dad did enjoy this particular boyfriend, but I did uh, ride a Harley with him. And, uh, you know, when I was kind of getting out of high school and going into college, and it was like incredibly cool. But I know you also have to be careful with that. And, uh, and so tell me a little bit about like, do you have a big yard? Do you live in the country? I mean, where do you ride your four wheeler? Um, so I mainly, there is this really long strip of dirt road that leads to a river near my town called the Rio Grande River. Oh, and yeah. right now it is, 
it's dried up, so I would usually ride a road to that river, and I would just ride up and down the river. Yeah, fun. Okay. So you love being outside and fishing and things, but you know, you also like to build kind of the intricate Lego models, right? Yes, ma'am, I do. So this is another funny story. And let me ask your opinion on this. Several years ago, you know, Lego was, I don't know if you ever went to Legoland or anything. Did you ever go to Legoland, Damien? Yes, ma'am, I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, how old were you when, when you went to Legoland, Damien? Um, 13. 13. Okay. So here's what happened. I was doing some work with, with Legos and, you know, we, we work in a lot of different theme parks and things like that. And there was a real concern that at a point, because I know you like to play video games as well. And so do many, many kids your age and that the Legos were, they were kind of starting to drop because the kids your age were kind of done. They'd already made the car and the boat and the truck and all the different things. And they were spending more time on their video games and Lego executives, you know, kind of contemplated that, wow, maybe they should make the Lego bricks much larger uh, so that the younger kids could play on them. Cause they thought they were losing that 13, 14, 15 year old, um, you know, Lego customer. And it was interesting because they finally did a focus group and they actually brought in kids because that's the customer, you know? So when you look at customers and, and what they buy, they brought in the 13, 14, 15 year olds and said, so what do you think we need to do to be, stay relevant? And sure enough, those kids would be exactly like you said, we want to have smaller bricks and we want to have a more intricate and we want to be able to big huge buildings and dinosaurs and things like that. So would you have been one of those kids that said make it more intricate, I guess, right? Yes, ma'am. I definitely would be. Yeah. So what have you built? Have you got anything big that you've built that's sitting in your room or in the middle of the family room? I, I've built a monster truck and I've also built uh, a charger. Oh, wow. And how long, like, like, like the monster truck, how long did that take you to build that? Um, with that one, I believe it took me around two to three hours. Two to three hours. Okay. So let me just make another point on that. So uh, I do a little team building with some of the classes I teach. In fact, I just did one uh, yesterday with Legos. And these are six years old plus Legos. So it's a little box, you know, make a little boat, little car. And we basically say to them, we're going to give you like 15 minutes. It's a, you know, and there's six adults working on it. I'm telling you right now, you'd be laughing out loud. I should, I should bring you on the road with me because it, they can't even get the instructions figured out in that amount of time. So I, I love that you can make this, this monster truck, this intricate type of truck and, you know, and, and do that in a few hours. Cause it would take us uh, forever to do that. Um, you know, I know everybody, you know, you're very, I'm just listening to you sound very methodical and analytical and um, you know, kind of like a, a gentle giant. I think that probably your teachers like love the fact that you've got good manners and, and you're kind and you want to learn to grow and get better. Um, I know that you played football for a while, but I think you said it really kind of made you crazy. You didn't like much when you were having to hit these people and knock them down. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Do you play any sports now? Um, currently no. But you, do you like to watch the football games and things? Yes, I do. Oh, wow. Um, so have you been to a professional football game like NFL yet? Not yet. Oh, okay. So where would you want to, who would be your favorite team that you'd want to see? Um, 
I'd have to say I would want to go see the Dallas Cowboys. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um, what about uh, other sports like hockey or soccer? Any of those interest you or baseball? Um, I have to say baseball. Yeah, yeah. And you got a favorite team there? For baseball, no, ma'am, I do not. So we got to find you a good team. You know, I'm in Orange County in California. You know, it's you could you could go with the Angels or somebody. You know, we could work on trying to get you a, a jersey of some sort, right? Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you is that kids today seem like they're kind of off in their own world, and you are so connected, and you're, um, you know, you're a good kid, and you're a good student, and your parents have so much respect. I think all parents have respect for their kids, but I mean, you know, I, in talking with Janelle, you know, she just beams with the fact that, you know, she's so proud of you. I think all moms and dads are proud of their kids, but with that said, I know you go to a different kind of school with different teachers doing different things. I do think that the teenagers today are struggling and they're struggling with everything going on in the world. They're struggling with even their peers and and things like that. I mean, what advice do you have for teenagers on how to take charge of their destiny, how not to get in trouble, how to stay focused on on their school and still be a very good family member and a friend? What I ideas do you have? Because I think people listening today, obviously they're all majority are adults, just like your mom, you know, she, you were listening to her, listen to it. So if you had advice for parents or kids, how can we help some of these teenagers that seem to have lost their way? Well, I'd have to say probably find something you truly enjoy doing and stick to it and learn more about it. Because that's, that's what I did with off-roading and technology I I really got in really got interested into that stuff and I started to learn more about it and I feel like it's definitely helped me a lot see and and I mean honestly and I'm not making this up okay Damien that gives me goosebumps because this is what I tell adults to do adults that are struggling I'm like find something you love and then figure out how to go out and either find a job in that or make money in that. So here I have somebody that's in the ninth grade and I'm talking about kids that are like on the wrong path, you know, that get themselves involved in with bad kids or on drugs or all these other things that go on. And your message is exactly what everyone listening needs to hear. So when a ninth grader says, look, Find something you love and then spend your time doing it. That's going to keep you out of trouble. That's going to keep you on the right path. Well, the same thing applies to every adult listening to me right now. Find something you love and it keeps you happy. It keeps your family happy. It keeps a marriage happy. It keeps it because that's what happens. People get just like bored and then they get depressed or they don't like something or they sit around and, and they complain. And I love that message, not just for kids, but I love that message for adults. And by the way, all of you parents listening to Damien right now, I mean, think about interview your own kid. Think about you sitting down and saying to your, you know, Mary or John or Billy or Sue or whatever, you know, sitting down and saying, so what do you like doing? You know, and if they don't really have an answer, I think that that is a message for parents that, wow, they may be struggling. And I love that that advice, Damien, because that does make a difference. Um, Are you do you have siblings? Are you an only child? I have two siblings. Boy, girl, sister, brother. What do we have here? 
I have an older sister and a younger brother. Wonderful. And then um, your older sister. Now, what is she? Is she how old is she? Uh, she is 19. So she's already kind of going. Is she going to school or what is she doing? Uh, she She's already completed school. Oh, wow. That's great. So she's out of school and then she can work. And then is your brother older too? Uh, no, he is, he is nine. Oh, he's nine years old. Oh, so what a good role model you are for him. So, you know, your sister's now grown and she's out of school and now here you are and, you know, you are focusing on the future and that way uh, your brother uh, can can follow a little bit in your footsteps. Doesn't mean that he's going to like the same things you like or want to do the same things because we're all obviously different and individual people. But does he kind of tag along or want to hang with you or is he into totally different stuff? He he does like to tag along with me. And do you let him do you let him tag along, Damien? Yes, I do. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> This is what I love. There's another example of how kids go stray because the brother that's in the ninth grade is like, oh, come on, you're not going to come with us. And this is how we keep absolutely helping everybody get better because he looks up to you and then he'll have fun and he'll learn from you. So I think that is really, really very cool. Um, other thing I was going to ask you is when you think about your studies and becoming a mechanical engineer, obviously math was never my, my best. I'm just going to be completely honest. Um, what are you, what, if you were to look at the whole, you know, curriculum of academia and everything, is there anything you struggle at in school? Cause I'm thinking you're really smart. You like to read, you're reading things so out of the norm. Uh, obviously I think math, the way you, you build Legos and take things apart and, but is there any, anything in school that you go, yeah, I don't really like that as much. Um, I would definitely have to say English. Okay. Okay. And you know what? Here's so funny because I would be like, okay, English is my favorite because I like to talk and then I like to, you know, read and yet math was my least. And I think it's kind of funny. And I think what happens is when you are, you know, really good at building things and, and putting things together and math, sometimes English is like boring, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm sensing boring there, but that's okay because I would be just like, uh, I'll take the English and leave the math. That's why, you know, when my uh, daughter was young, she, uh, I took her out of school one week uh, a month. Okay. So I traveled the world. And so I had to do an independent teacher agreement, not homeschooling, but an independent where I had to do her work with on the road. They would give me the assignments. And I would always hope we'd be on a plane, like flying to Singapore, going someplace. And I would hope that there was like a mechanical engineer or any kind of engineer, you know, somebody who worked for an oil company on the plane sitting next to me. So as we got to the math section, they would hear me struggling and say, oh, gee, could I help you with that? And inevitably, Damien, there was always someone like you sitting by me to say, oh, I could help with that. And so uh, I, I, my daughter is phenomenal, graduated from Texas A&M, works for us and is really smart, but she excels in things that I excelled in because I think I didn't give her much of a chance on that math. So as much as you can probably be a good you know, role model to some of your friends that aren't as good in those areas, probably. That's what I'm thinking. What do you think? Definitely. I would, I feel like I'm a good role model for them. Yeah. And I think you could almost, uh, I, I had friends that their dad was a professional hockey player 
And uh, my daughter even did some tutoring and things on some of their stuff, just because, you know, they, they, they would literally need a little bit of extra help on certain things because the, they weren't all right. All, you know, all, they were traveling so much and doing so much. And I remember that the fact that you can, when you're, you know, in the ninth grade, there's people that you can be a tutor to that will learn more from you because you're closer to their age than they will from like an, an older person or a teacher because you can kind of close that gap, I think. Do you help your brother with his uh, homework? Here and there I do. <laughs> Good. All right. We want him to be as smart as you are. Well, I am going to bring this to an end. And Damien, I, I think that it is so cool that you said yes to being on an adult podcast with someone you've never met um, based on the fact that your mom knows me from the travel industry. I applaud you for doing this. And I really know that people are going to love hearing what you had to say, because every single day we can make a difference in someone's life and we don't even know it. And you will have no idea how you've made a difference in someone's life that's going to listen to this, be it a parent or somebody who is a teenager that's thinking, wow, I need to take a lesson from Damien. So thank you very, very much. You are welcome. So let me go ahead and bring this to an end because every few episodes, I'd like to come in for a solo episode and speak to you about things from my perspective. We have reached out to our followers and we have asked some of them, what do you want to hear? And we've gotten a lot of topics that have been brought in. That being said, I'm open to more ideas, so please send them to me. You know, you can DM me, you can send an uh, email to Cindy Novotny at masterconnection.com. Any kind of a note, I'd love to hear from you. But on my next podcast, I'm going to talk about uplifting and inspiring others to do their very best. And what would be better after listening to my last guest, Damien? This is all about bettering your team, your colleagues, your friends, your family. I think too often we see people starting to do well and some people just want to pull them back down and I'm about continuing to raise them up. So this is perfect for business owners, leaders, any kind a person that's a mom or dad or friend, anyone that might need just a little motivation to uplift you. So I hope to see you and hear you on my next podcast and you'll enjoy it as much as I do. So thank you very much.